Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action by practicing prayer plus some kind of action. Our website is active-faith.org, and the email for me is stevehemphill1 at me.com. I'd love to hear from you. In our last episode, we talked about how immorality was stopped by scripture. Today, I want to talk about how God uses Satan's ignorance. Let me start with 1 Peter 1, verse 12, NIV. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of the things that now have been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even the angels long to look into these things. Isn't that interesting? 1 Corinthians 2, 13 to 14, GNT says, So then we do not speak in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, as we explain spiritual truths to those who have the Spirit. Whoever does not have the Spirit cannot receive the gifts that come from God's Spirit. Such a person really does not understand them, and they seem to be nonsense because their value can be judged only on a spiritual basis. So with those two uh, verses as a backdrop, let me relate a very uh, fun story to share that helps really illustrate the point that God uses Satan's ignorance. Long ago and far away, there was a kind gentleman who was highly respected in the community where he lived. Everyone loved him. Everyone went to him for advice. He always uh, was, had a smile on his face and was cordial and encouraging in his responses. He showed wisdom, and all these things made him loved by the community. Everyone in the community loved this kind elderly gentleman, except one man who was jealous of the gentleman's respect and love. So he was so jealous that he thought and thought and thought and tried to figure out a way he could hurt this kind gentleman in a way that could never be fixed, just because of his jealousy for how the community loved this kind gentleman. Finally, he realized what he could do to hurt the kind gentleman. The kind gentleman owned some land overlooking the city, and it had two large hills on it with beautiful oak trees on one hill and then a house with trees on it on the adjacent hill. And the, the big hill with all the trees uh, was such a gorgeous hill with a big, beautiful uh, oak right in the middle of it that was ancient. The kind gentleman knew what he could do to hurt the, uh, the, 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 the enemy of the kind gentleman, knew what he could do to hurt the kind gentleman. He decided he would sneak in one night as, as it became dark and take his axe and cut down the biggest, most beautiful oak tree on the top of that one hill. He said, if I do that, it will, it will mar the ground, his land. It will, it will ruin it. It'll never look as beautiful without that one big tree on top. So that's what he did. One night he snuck in just as it got dark. So no one could, could see him up there working to chop the tree down. He worked all night long, very diligently with that ax and chopped and chopped and chopped. But the tree was so large that by daybreak, uh, it was not, it had not fallen yet. And he's still having to chop. And he, 
he looked up and saw the kind gentleman's home on the adjacent hill. He saw the kind gentleman walking out of his front door and walking toward him with another man. Another man was with him. And so he worked all the more frantically to, to chop down the tree. And, and he did so. He, he Just as the kind gentleman and the man with him walked up to him, the tree began to creak and break and fall over. So he, he was delighted that he got it done and he started to back up and get out of the way, but he was so exhausted from working all night and he, he tripped. And so he fell and the tree fell across him. So he's laying there dying. He's only going to live a few more minutes. It's obvious he can't survive this. The tree is huge and it can't be removed and he's crushed. And the kind gentleman bends down and gets right up to him. And he, he, with anger in his face, he said, I may be dying, but I have accomplished my goal. I've hurt you in a way that can never be repaired or be the same in your lifetime. I've cut down the biggest, most beautiful tree on this hill, on this land of yours, and it will never look the same. And with sadness in his eyes, the kind gentleman leaned over to the man and said, oh, if you only understood, my, my daughter is, is engaged. She's about to be married. And this man with me is an architect. We're going to build my daughter a home on this hill. And all we had to do was remove one tree to make room for this home. And you've done it for me. So in his anger and spite, he overlooked the, the fact, uh, the reality uh, that he was just helping the kind gentleman without even knowing it. And that's what Satan does. He's revealing who the true children of God are. We have a choice whether or not we serve God, whether or not we love God. God didn't make us robots. We have free will. We can choose to love him or not. If my wife could choose anyone um, and chose me, that's love. If she was made to love me, made to choose me, that's not love. And that's how God wants it. He only wants people with him who love him. And he uses Satan's ignorance against him. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to ask God to fill you with his spirit so you can look at life around you through that filter, understanding the spiritual aspect of your circumstances. Maybe you could pray like this, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to see the world around me through the lens of the Holy Spirit and help me to react to all circumstances in life in light of what you and the Spirit have planned. In Jesus' name. See you next time on Battle Plan, where we'll hear about um, another exciting story of how God uh, is, is at work in our lives every day. Can't wait to see you and share with you. Love having these sessions together. Thank you for your time and for supporting this ministry. You can visit our website at active-faith.org and make a donation if you like. Let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.